Hey guys, it's Casper from Massachusetts. It is snowing, and I guess that snow came rushing in like it was late for an appointment or something. Really? Wow. Anywho, I wanted to say hey to everybody listening to my podcast near and far and whichever platform you've chosen to listen to this out of. So I wanted to put this additional thought before I forgot about it. I wanted to talk about, you know, if we had the technology we have today, maybe about 10 years ago, how much different do you think life would have been? Do you think it would have been chaotic or like today? just only it was 10 or 12 years ago so I'm just wondering you know back in the time when I used to go to school like college and everything and I had to rely on those weird public transportation systems in Boston I had this one bus that was like a unicorn bus that was just absolutely awful and it was the bus that would come from Harvard Square from around Harvard University and come all the way out to Cleveland Circle. For those of you who have traveled in and out of Boston and actually utilize public transportation, you should know, you will know what I'm talking about. You know, you get on the 86 bus and you get that, uh, the green line um, from Cleveland Circle to, or Reservoir Station to Chestnut Hill Avenue. And I'm like, oh gosh, OMG. I really wonder how much different things would have been if we had access to Uber and Lyft, if, you know, if those were invented back then. I think I would have less of an inconvenience with the buses and the really late, delayed bus and train system. There were times where I missed the last bus from the reservoir station down to where I was and I'd have to walk I'd have to do a really long walk I'd probably walk about two hours maybe more and it it wasn't necessarily the safest traveling destination but there was no other way around it Um, It was either you walk or you take a taxi, which was really weird. At the time, we had taxi cabs, and that was as close to traveling independently as you could. Other than that, it was either the bus or your own car. I couldn't drive because I didn't have the vision for driving. Driving requires eyesight, so therefore... That was definitely a no-go. I couldn't get a, a motorcycle because that also required vision and a driver's license, which I had neither of those. So therefore, I was stuck to just a taxi and the bus and walking. I walked home a few times from the reservoir station And when I finally got home, it felt like my legs were like sheets of lead. And I'd just be like, well, I'm just going to go to sleep for the next four hours to get back up 
in a few hours to go back out on the grind again. It was it was treacherous. It was absolutely treacherous. And it was a massive inconvenience. Though my traveling skills were extremely limited back then. I didn't have the good mobility skills that I do now. So I was unaware of all of everything else that was around me. Because I wasn't able to access it. So in that case, I was restricted to a very limited travel and that was the you know the destinations that I chose to use or was able to utilize efficiently or close to efficiently was absolutely diminished it was awful um so if I had uber and lyft at the time things would be a lot better at least if I missed a bus from getting home from school or whatever, I would not be walking home at like one o'clock at night from the bus station all the way to my house, which is like a two hour walk, and then try to go to sleep and get a couple of hours to be up and out the door before 8 a.m. and do it all over again treacherous absolutely treacherous so i just want to know what do you guys think what would be your experience if you had access to uber or lyft back then and for those of you who were able to drive and get yourselves around and have a vehicle you would consider yourself incredibly fortunate highly envied interested in sharing a story or any feedback or whatever on whatever you just heard um, either recently or like uh, hundreds of episodes ago you can send me an email to casu305 at outlook.com and I'll say it again casu305 at Outlook.com. Well, now that we've explained how, well, we figured out how technology was so useful. I mean, how it is very useful these days and how it would have been very useful back then. Like, it would have made a lot of a difference. It seriously would have. Some things about it would have needed some modifications, but it is what it is, and that's just the way things are when they are developing. Um, so, meanwhile, the downside of technology is that scary, creepy doll thing that we were all terrified of, and my brothers and sisters and everybody I know Uh, We're completely terrified of it, even if they aren't kids, you know. So now I guess the moral of this story or the lesson of this experience is would be for those parents who just give their kids an iPhone. Well, just give their kids phones and tablets and computers and not monitor them. Just it's a lesson that you now have to start 
monitoring what they're watching and what they're doing and how long they're using the technology for. Because now I've heard some stories where some kids don't even want their phones and tablets anymore. They're just completely given up on it altogether. Like, I don't want to use any of that stuff at all anymore. Um, so now they're just, I don't know, reading a book. Well, there's some memes going around that says, well, Momo doesn't talk to kids who have books in their hands. Well, that's true. <laughs> or another meme that says, Momo doesn't talk to kids that got their vaccinations. I'm like, wow, the memes are getting ridiculous. The internet has won again. Now they put pictures of makeup and a wig on the Momo doll. Like y'all are absolutely crazy. No, but it's still horrible. It is absolutely terrible. My brother, a fully grown adult, is terrified of that thing. He thinks it's absolutely hideous, and I agree. It's awful. It is absolutely horrible. And <laughs> um, I guess there's going to be a lot of people going back to the store to return cellular devices from kids that don't want them anymore, um, which I completely agree with. If I were a kid and I saw that thing, um, there's no telling what I would... I wouldn't even want to be in front of a television screen anymore. I would literally be getting my books from the library and making sure I don't come across any television screen or anything at all. No flat screen, nothing. Like I wouldn't even want my video phone screen TV anymore. I would turn that back into Sorensen because I would be that terrified. Um, or turn the camera and the screen around because my imagination would get so wild and be like, oh no, that thing is going to turn the TV on by itself and start talking through it. Whew. Good thing I'm not a kid during this time and age because technology can be extremely scary as well as extremely helpful. Um, that's what happens when some people go into the deep side of YouTube. Now, I've heard that YouTube disconnect will discontinue this horrible thing or the Momo Pepe pig or whatever it was that these kids got caught in. Um, I don't blame them. So basically when I go on YouTube, I either go on to upload videos or listen to music videos. Uh, sometimes if, I, if my friend sends me a link or something, I'll listen to the link and that's about it. I don't go looking for stuff I have no business looking for. Otherwise I'd be mortified even as an adult. Some things I've come across from online are just, wow, the, the amount of energy that people put into creating these things is absolutely unbelievable. Like you put a lot of time and energy into terrifying people. You are a horrible person for that. Whoever you are that created this ugly little Momo doll, like the thing has bulging eyes and a large mouth. It's ugly. It's fucking ugly. And I'm hearing stories about people saying how they feel totally different by it. Like, oh, it's like, it looks like it's looking into my soul. I'm like, dude, it's just ugly. There's nothing extra about it except the fact that that shit is fucking ugly. That's it. There ain't no nothing about no looking into no soul. Ain't no nothing about no, oh, I feel like it's evil. Like, it's just ugly. The person who created it is evil. And that's exactly how they probably look, too. 
yeah, they look exactly like that doll. That's probably what it is. Um, but like I said, the, I guess the lesson behind this ugly doll is that the parents need to watch what the kids are looking at online, you know, monitor how much time they have screen time for, put parental controls on these devices and make sure that when they're going to bed, they actually leave the phone in a different part of the house, like put it charging in the living room overnight or turn it off completely and put it in the drawer where the parents can get it in the morning and look at their history uh, during the day to make sure they're not searching for something or they're not coming across something unknowingly that's harmful to them. Um, My niece still has her phone. She plays games, but uh, some of the kids don't want that. They don't want it anymore. They don't like the idea of their phones or tablets. And so we'd say we'd probably just get them some books. Um, like they said, Momo can't come after you if you don't have a, if you have a book in your hand, uh, or yeah, something like that. Um, but yep, it's got these kids scared pretty bad and whoever did this, I hope they find out who did it and they get in some serious trouble for terrifying people and kids too. Uh, hi, Casper. Uh, my name is Troy Arson, and uh, thanks to your comment on a post in the blind iPhone uh, users group on Facebook, uh, I decided to uh, check Anchor out and uh, gave it a try and got an uh, episode out of my podcast uh, today, the uh, Root, Root Beer Bar uh, podcast. I uh, just wanted to say... Uh, Hi, and uh, I bet I found some of your episodes uh, interesting. So, uh, like the, uh, the bar fight in Minneapolis uh, episode, and uh, the one where he told about how he pulled a prank uh, by drinking grape juice out of a wine glass. So, just wanted to say hi, and uh, hope you ever get. Hey, thank you so much for your message. I love your podcast. Um, I definitely favorite your podcast. Um, Please feel free to check out mine and hit the favorite button if you like what you hear. Um, Thanks again. I love what you're doing on Anchor.